0: Someone was out throwing a spear last weekend, but what did you do? They were at a Spartan obstacle race. There's 5K, 10K, half marathon, and even longer races. But with obstacles along the way, wall climbs, monkey bars, barbed wire, and yes, even spear throws. It's incredible. The people, the energy, the support, the camaraderie, even the course itself. I promise you'll be glad you took it on. Race with your friends, coworkers, even by yourself. You'll make new friends on the course. I have a limited amount of of free races to give away with Spartan this year. If you want to change your life with one simple move, make a public commitment and put a date on the calendar. All you need to do is post a video or photo of yourself training for you and your Spartan race. Use the hashtag Spartan training and tag at Spartan tag us too, and make sure you send me a screen grab and I will give you a code for a free Spartan race. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at OrcaCoolers.com. And what better way to go into the summer than with a new cooler or a chaser, traveler, camper, barrel, all the good things that they have at Orca Coolers, all the different ways you can hold your drinks. And then you can put your drinks in those roto-molded coolers. Make sure to use code DADSEASON for 20% off your order. That's code DADSEASON for 20% off your order at orcacoolers.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com, the best place to go for wholesale pricing, a laser-etched glassware, other swag like flasks and cool things there. They have those mirror tumblers that are good too. Make sure to reach out to me. I'd love to get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicki, all the good folks at distilleryproducts.com. That's where we use for our glasses. You should use them too. If you're a podcast, a distillery, a blog, maybe you're a bourbon group, go ahead and use distilleryproducts.com.
1: Planning on moving uh, this tool cabinet I've had for a while this weekend, You know, holidays, free time, but I haven't been able to find the key to it where I locked the doors when I first like moved it to storage.
0: And I think it's got so bourbon the, in it, doesn't it?
1: I think I got all the bourbon out. I think there's these in there and some other random stuff. But either way, so I've been like kind of looking for this key for a minute. And I still hadn't really found out or figured out what I did with it. So I'm like, damn, I got to find that thing. Segway to, it's been a while since you've ridden in my car. I think since the time I drove to Elixir Handless.
0: Yeah, I won't.
1: Or hands-free, rather.
0: I won't drive in your car after that, so.
1: But, I mean, you know, I don't have the most uh, cleanly or, you know, upkept car with, you know, both kids that were sitting in the back all the time making a mess.
0: Side note commentary here, you know, anybody who really appreciates having a nice car or, or aspires to have a nice car, Zeke just wants a thing that's going to get him to point A to point B, that's reliable. That's all he cares about. So whether or not it looks clean inside, whether or not it's like a flashy car, he's like, is it good gas mileage and can I pay it off in 3 years?
1: Damn, Skippy. So, all that being said, you know, every now and then I kind of forget to lock my doors. This has happened more than once, admittedly. And I kind of laugh because obviously hey, I realized the next day someone realized my doors were open. Decided so to go through it at some point in the middle of the night. And I'm like, man, I bet these are the most disappointed ever. Like, God almighty, what is wrong with this dude? This car <laughs> looks like a bomb went off inside of it. There ain't even shit in here worth getting. Like, this is the most disappointing thing ever.
0: The car seats are worth money.
1: Yeah, ain't no bum gonna get no car seat. They don't even take the sunglasses, which I thought was kind of weird, but thankful. They were just sitting out. But yeah. So I go to the car all the morning. I'm like, oh man, I forget to lock my damn doors again. And there's like stuff from the console kind of strode out. Again, like sunglasses, some other random stuff, like keys to work, my badge for work, all that kind of jazz. Well, then I look in the passenger seat. What do you know? There's my key to the storage cabinet. I'm like, these some bitches help me out. One,
0: two, hello, hello everyone. My name is John Edwards with me as always is Zeke Baker and together we make the dad's trick of bourbon wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thank you for making us a part of your day. You know, do they ever think to go in the trunk? Because you you probably have some bourbon in there.
1: No, man, I leave stuff in there.
0: Okay, just making there, sure. There
1: is, li- there is literally nothing of value in my car other than sunglasses to me and like keys that i need to get places
0: and if they get you after a sam's run i mean you're pretty good about taking that out of your car so it's not like they're going to have mass quantities of gum and bang energy drinks and stuff like that
1: yeah especially this time of year I mean, we're summertime man it's hot you can't leave stuff in your car that long
0: pop well that's good so we are making up everything i said this before because my household had strep covid then pneumonia i will say zeke when i feel better if you want to our, our new sponsor Spartan race do you want to train for a spartan race with me
1: you know i did coincidentally just get a uh, semi recumbent bike to have it work that i can use while i'm working hopefully because i have one of those desks that elevates and stuff so i am looking to you know get a little more trim for the summer but i I don't think spartan race is really in my wheelhouse
0: i mean we knew that i told them that when we talked about doing the sponsorship thankfully there's enough people that listen to us, and that I'll go do a spot uh, I'll go do a Spartan race. I've done the Tough Mudder before. I'm happy to do a Spartan race. If you want to do a Spartan race too, reach out to me on social. You know how to find me. I have some codes for free Spartan races. If you didn't listen to the, if you didn't listen to the ad in the beginning of the show, I just want to let you know I have codes for free Spartan races.
1: You know, we could actually probably do as more of a feasible tandem type thing would be you know you do the race we can reach out you know some of our friends and see if anybody has like you know a branded folding long chair i could wear and a branded hat and then you're gonna wear the long chair well no i mean like a hat to wear sit in the chair and drink whatever their uh you know booze they want to supply me with the whole time while i chill and cheer and uh yell obscenities at you
0: that i actually told them i said zeke's probably more apt to like just go there and troll me rather than <laughs> actually do it but i'm down for it i mean you just get electrocuted a little bit you crawl through some mud you crawl under some barbed wire it's a great time
1: i mean i i'm i'm happy to go there and like i say i'll even maybe get some video footage of of this said trolling while i drink and
0: no troll. thank you I would appreciate if you weren't there taking videos of me. I'm just going to quietly do it and not tell you about it. But anyways, moving on, we are drinking the new Jack Daniels releases. Everybody has been talking about these. These have been well-received in the community from what I have heard. I'm going to just go ahead. I'm going to skip to the end here in the beginning, okay? Because bottom line is these releases are 100 proof There's unique stuff about them at Jack. I will tell you that the Triple Mash is super unique because of the blend of three different whiskeys it is. The Bonded is the regular Jack at 100 proof. We will talk about them. I think at $30 and $33, the Triple Mash is $33 and the Bonded is is $30. It's kind of a no-brainer that we're going to say go ahead and buy them. Here's the rub. Zeke, you talked about this on a show. You brought this up and you said it's coming. These are 700 milliliters and not 750. The rest of the world always get 700 milliliters. The U.S. gets 750 milliliters. This is now a 700. Do you think this is the start of the change to stay at 700 for the same price in the U.S.?
1: Well, I mean, it's a new product, so you can't say it's the same price, I'll throw that out there just for argument's sake.
0: Well, um, if others follow I mean, suit, you know, it's not like it. It does
1: seem very likely. You know, I think this was already coming with some of the legislation that had passed. And, you know, I, I think it was purely coincidental. I don't think this is one of those you know, market driven type things to where there's a glass shortage right now. There has been. Well, guess what? If a distillery can't get glass, how are they going to get you the booze? I don't care if it's a 600 ml or a
0: 500 if that's all they can get. Just keep it on the shelf. I mean, 100% that's where I went is that glass is so hard to get and you're getting big quantities. It is stupid for these brands right now to have to get one type of glass for the US and another type of glass for everywhere else. I'm wondering when other brands are going to kind of fall in line and say, hey, shortage. But then you wonder if everybody's going for 700. Are there going to be some brands that go, well, we need glass. So we're actually going to stay at 750 for a while and we're going to buy all those other 750s that the other people didn't get because they moved to seven hundreds. Like that supply chain is gonna be so damn interesting when it all plays out. Like who does what and who goes where? And do other brands kind of fall back and don't make the move because they're trying to, you know, pick up the pieces of the people that do make the move for a while.
1: Agree. And you know, back to the pricing thing, I think that will be an interesting point to see if, you know, things are adjusted by, I guess what's the 50 mls off of 750? seven, six percent. It's not much. Um, but if the price does fluctuate or not, I'll also throw out there, you know, I was at least fortunate enough The you know, bottles I got for each of these are liters. So I didn't have to worry about the 700 milliliter thing.
0: Wait, 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 wait. So I know where you got your bottles. We both got them from Jack and let's be honest. I sampled out my bottles to give you samples And then you went to someone else at Brown Foreman, and you got leaders?
1: One large leader of Farva.
0: It's for a cop. Hey, what's that mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, man. What's that
0: restaurant you always like? We're talking about shenanigans, right? Shenanigans? (laughs) The best thing (laughs) is when he just goes, I'm going to pistol whip the next person that says shenanigans.
1: Yeah, if you've never seen Super Troopers, we apologize, uh, but also you you should because you're you're definitely missing out on one of the uh, the funnier movies in the past, I guess, twenty years or more now. Um,
0: I think Zeke and I talked about doing a maple syrup race at one point, yeah. and it never cap. I think we, didn't we tell Taconic we would like do their maple syrup, and then it just didn't go through.
1: There's still always a time and a chance. They're still making it, I'm sure, and it's still good, I'm sure. So, um, but to circle back, I did. Not know I was getting anything until very, very recently, and you'd already supplied me with samples, so I didn't like cherry pick off of you. Don't want you to think that, <laughs> but I did get leaders.
0: Zeke just finds a way. He's one of those people that really annoys you because he just sits there and like finds a way through life. Like just walks down the street. Like do 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 oh, somebody wants to pay me a lot of money to do something today. Like okay. Or <laughs> somebody wants to break in my car.
1: Somebody for, key I've been looking
0: for for two weeks. Somebody wants to find my key. Great, like and then somebody's like, "Hey Zeke, do you want to come over and drink my whiskey?" Okay, I will. Let's talk about these for a second. So the bonded everybody knows bottle and bond is at least four years old. It is aged out of whiskey that's in one season, one distiller, one distillery. This one is eighty percent corn, twelve percent malted barley, eight percent rye. So it is the regular Jack distillate, aged four years and hundred proof. That's what the this one is. The triple mash. This is interesting. It is bonded as well. It's 100 proof. It is 60% Jack Daniels, Tennessee rye, 70% rye, 18% corn, 12% malted barley, 20% Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey. So that's the 80, 12 and eight, and then 20% Jack Daniels, American malt. So a hundred percent malted barley. I didn't even know Jack had an American malt until this.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, that last show we did with uh, you know Chris, they were talking about the uh, the corn that they had, that new, uh, I guess, varietal or whatever you want to call it. I'm sure there's probably a better word coming into my mind right now. But yeah, I think this one definitely probably had most folks like, hold on. They put what in there? And they made it themselves? And it's at least four years old since it's bonded? Like, hmm.
0: You know, there's some people that are like, why didn't Jack do something bonded sooner? Okay, yeah, doing a bottled and bond version of Jack is easy. And I think for so long, Jack was scared of deviating from that 80 proof. I think the whole single barrel select series, whether or not it's barrel proof or the 94 proof, I think it's really just opened their eyes to a lot more that they can be doing. And then, you know, putting out those Tennessee tasters and putting out the the Heritage Rye and the Heritage Bourbon and Eric Church, all the stuff they're doing. I think there's so much more that Jack has up their sleeves and we're just starting to see it.
1: Coy Hill. I mean, I don't think even us, you know, I don't think really thought or realized but the past year or two now they really might be killing the lto game ahead of everyone else maybe not like price and secondary markets and all that jazz but as far as like constantly putting out a new product that you kind of didn't see coming and is really getting solid reviews across the board like damn they just keep having hit after hit
0: well the question i have for you is you know the secondary is what the secondary is and and i saw somebody say this the other day i I wish i knew who so i could attribute it to him but i agree 100 percent. i feel what the secondary has turned into where the secondary back in the day yes people were making money yes people were charging more than they bought for it but it was still kind of a way like where you could get some stuff that isn't near you you could get some stuff that's allocated people were trading up all that kind of stuff like it was but it it The same time, it was still a lot of people looking out for each other, and you know when we were in the game and in there where we haven't been in a long time, but it was still like a yeah, I'll take ten bucks off for you, you know, like we're not, it wasn't a, a thing where you were trying to price gouge. I feel like secondary now, it's like someone just puts up a number and says, all right, I think some rich person's gonna hit it, so I'm going to do it. It doesn't necessarily mean the whiskey is valued at that much, but if I can get it, I can get it, and that's capitalism and what i love about jack and and what they're doing is here's a brand that's like guess what we got good shit and we're gonna still put good shit out at a good price i mean yes sinatra is gonna cost a lot of money and 27 is gonna cost 100 bucks but like we're really not going too high on you for some of this stuff like coy hill and the heritage and all the stuff they're putting out i mean these are lto's still under 100 bucks
1: 27 is either gone or this is the last time it's it's going to appear on shelves
0: it's not stick i I mean i can't remember what what what
1: i heard the other day um during a conversation but it's definitely not going to be uh sitting on shelves much longer like i I think they said either this was the last wave of releases for it if not already what's on the shelves is if you see it grab it if you want one because you might not see it again
0: Well, I'm going to have to look for some of that. Anyway, Zeke, what do you think about these? Let's go through them and let's actually talk about them. Besides me just sitting there going like, yeah, price is right. Go ahead and buy them.
1: Um, Oh, I did have one question too, because I saw this actually on um, like Bourbon R or some other board or something somewhere. Is this bonded essentially the exact same as the bonded they'd previously been putting out just in a different bottle? Or was there anything different about it? I I, I tried to read the comments and I couldn't get through all of them or even to... And be able to you know see how much was valid or whatnot. But I don't know if you saw or heard anything about that.
0: I have not. I mean, it, okay. it's just the regular Jack Distal at 100. That's,
1: that's what I thought. And I, and originally, wasn't the Bonded only the UK or, or Duty Free or whatever.
0: Something like that.
1: I think that was what the difference was when I was in a different bottle. But at any rate, if anyone else knows any difference, certainly uh, inform us, please. So I guess I'll just stick with the Bonded here. I thought that this had you know, more of obviously a typical Jack quote unquote flavor. I mean, it is normal Jack Daniels distillate, but I thought it would be a really nice, um, you know, bridge gap between regular Jack and JDBP, especially folks that might still think JDBP is a little hot, but they've drank Jack for a long time. And for whatever reason, want something a little more pep in their step. Uh, I think this falls really quite perfectly had all the main characteristics you would think of. Um, there's some good wood char in there, just enough bite to know that proof's being kicked up a little bit. Again, neither one of them offensive, just more pronounced than normal jack. And again, not quite JDBP and moving toward the back signature bananas. When that really came in for me, was on the finish that lingered around. Whereas, you know, anything that came from uh, the barrel, as far as the oak and, you know, char and those kind of notes definitely were gone. So for especially a hundred proof product, I thought it was really nice to still have maybe a little more kick on the front. But then the finish was smooth enough to, you know, not give you a hug or grab or anything. And then knocks that nice uh, banana linger that, you know, most folks would always, uh, you know, have akin to Jack.
0: My friend, sometimes you just hit notes right on the head. And I think that's what you did with this one. I mean, what I get is that nice little light spice. Everything you talked about with the the char, the oak and banana, you are 100% right. The second it gets right to the top of my throat, I get that, you know, traditional jack banana i think it's amped up a little bit for a lot of the people that have drank jack and said like yeah you know it's good but like i wish i wish it just was amped up just a little bit what i like about it is it's that traditional jack amped up a little bit where you can have like the private select and you can have the barrel proof and it's jack but it doesn't taste like you know good old number seven the 80 proof this has that good old number seven flavor just amped up a little bit i can't
1: imagine this wouldn't be um you know a crowd pleaser to say the least especially with you know the folks that already do enjoy jack and then folks that don't as well we haven't had a chance to do it but i do think it'd be fun to sit down with you know the old original number seven then have this in the middle and then a jdbp you know to follow behind it It'd be a fun little progression to see, you know, just how it moves. And the way I thought of it was one well, set of a, you know, big brother and little brother. Now there's middle brother.
0: Yeah. There is the Jan Brady of <laughs> Jack Daniels. Now such a
1: bad name.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is such a middle child name, isn't it?
1: I mean, there's nothing more uh, representative, but <laughs> I'll let you stick to calling it that. I'll, I'll, I'll find something else. Bib maybe just call him, call him old bib
0: 30 bucks, right? Moving on. 30 bucks for this i think we're both a buy oh yeah yeah triple mash we talked about the mash bill for this interesting that they picked more rye to put in this but what do you think about this one zeke
1: for this one um i thought at first it kind of led with a little bit of more of a bite than i'd expected could be from where i was having this and the the bonded you know roughly the same time but i definitely thought the front had a little bit more than i would have guessed coming out of the gates But then it also had some just really sweet and floral notes, specifically also non-banana-ish notes that I thought were a really nice change of pace, especially, you know, for a Jack Daniels product to have those in there. I was like, whoa, okay. Like, you know, as it comes out toward the middle, you start picking those up really good. Further through the middle, I thought the malt, that's when it really rose its head up above water, I guess you would say. It gets really sweet on the finish between... I don't know which grains are giving it that just sweetness, but I thought the finish was almost super sweet. Throw in some of that malt that's coming in toward the end, almost like, you know, almost like a really sweet or rich chocolate type flavor. Somehow it was some youthful corn or something in there, but it is a super sweet finish for a 100 proof product. I think it could sneak up on you really quickly.
0: I really think they killed it on the blend here. And I think from some of the other malted products or high malted products we've tasted recently, it's more akin to maybe like a Chattanooga whiskey than a beer company, a malted product, or an American single malt. I think when you look here and you see 100% malt coming in at 20%, you think this is going to be maltier than it is, but they killed the ratio, and I really think the malt here does more to smooth everything out that is not necessarily there in the bonded. Like I, I mean, the bonded is easy to drink, but this triple mash, I think the high rye... The fact that they are going with more of a percentage of of a high rye, and then because uh, it is seventy percent rye, but there is a good amount of corn in here between the regular jack. Tennessee whiskey and the American malt you know it's it's cutting down that spiciness of the rye but it's there like you said in the very beginning but I really think the ratio and the blend smooths everything out so nicely while it gives it a complexity of what you talked about with the fruit and other things in there but it really just gives it this easy drinker vibe that it's hard to kind of match like it's one of those things where it's like man I'm getting a lot out of this but damn it goes down easy it does
1: and it and it's sweet uh in a a good way uh i was when i first took a nip of this i was like this one could get somebody in trouble real quick
0: (laughs) well and it's like now the logical question i want to ask is when can we do a higher proof blend of the triple mash ourselves like i know we got a pick coming down there sometime here soon you heard it first Once glass shortages are done and all that other stuff, I mean, we're going to pick again at Jack, but I kind of want to be like, listen, can we do a blend? Can we do a blend of the triple mash and like do our own ratio and work that out?
1: Uh, You you can hit them up for that. I I will say uh, my guess is best. And I mean, best case scenario, we'll bring some sample bottles in. You can tinker with them, but it's never leaving here and it's going to get bottled that way.
0: (laughs) Hey, I'd like to at least tinker, you know, like that's something better than uh, other people would get.
1: But no, they they definitely had to spend some uh, some time and work, you know, figuring this blend out to get it where it is, I would guess. And sure, there are other distilleries that are more known for blending, in, and that's just part of the normal repertoire. But you think about Jack, I mean, they didn't have many products to begin with. Whiskey and rye, that's it. And just recently, they started, you know, doing some finishes and some other, uh, you know, barrel crafting techniques. But as far as blending for their first array
0: into it, home run should maybe
1: a grand slam
0: a hundred percent i think chris has a very 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 bright future down there you know what i mean and i think he's doing awesome things i think the team that's around them you know everybody at jack like it is the best people i mean yeah there's lots of distilleries that have a lot of great people but there are some killer folks at jack the beautiful thing about brown foreman is they move things around you know, like, there's so many different brands and there's so many different things that people are doing. So, you can have, like, you know, Jackie go down there, Elizabeth McCall go down there, Chris Morris go down. I mean, there's just the same way you can have Chris go pay Old Forester a visit. You know, like, that's the beautiful thing about a brand like that. Interesting thing I do want to bring up, and I don't want us to belabor marketing and all that stuff for too long, but these two releases typically Jack really puts that old number seven. Forward more. Did you notice that the glass, the raised glass on both of these bottles, both call out DSP TN1, which is something that they haven't called out a lot in the past?
1: Well, the uh, the tops too. Yeah. So I yeah, wonder. I, I saw it on the top more than the glass. I mean, I noticed all the embossing. that was a much different bottle, still nice and elegant. But yeah, I saw it, it was. So then went to pull the cork out. I was like, oh. <laughs>
0: Well, there you go and i kind of wonder if you're know, moving forward is this going to be something that changes around a little bit more like will they be doing some more with that dsp tn1 interesting just a fun fact we want to thank jack daniels for these samples i will uh, speak to my people about how zeke got leaders and i did not farva over there is going to enjoy his leaders if you can find this stuff go out there and get it it's going to be more common as time goes on it's going to be ongoing releases this is not like a limited thing where they said it's out and then it's out just says ongoing so go ahead and find these go ahead and find us on facebook at dad drinking bourbon twitter bourbon dads instagram at dad drinking bourbon please 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 leave us an open honest review just like we leave open honest reviews about the whiskey we drink zeke where else can the folks find us
1: good old nashville tennessee
0: Cheers. Ciao.